Welcome back to the Alone Together podcast where, where the loners aren't alone. alone. I'm Layla. I'm Journey. And today we are going to be talking about gratitude. Me and Journey thought this would be a good topic to discuss with the holiday season coming, especially with Thanksgiving just passing. Um, it's really important to just be grateful for everything that's in your life. Especially coming into the new year, you want to express gratitude for everything this year has showed you. And if you're able to visit your family during the holidays, that's something you should be able to be grateful for and just sit back and show gratitude. So what's your definition of gratitude journey? Good question. My definition of gratitude is, yeah, being grateful. I feel like, but... I feel like gratitude, like, in my life now is on a deeper sense. Like, it's, like, spiritually grateful. Like, expressing gratitude on a a deep level, like, on an energy level, not so much just a, I'm thankful for you, mom. Like, now it's, like, I'm trying to give thanks to, like, my ancestors, to, like, the universe so that they reward me, you know? Yeah, I definitely think with spirituality, gratitude is a huge thing because you do have to be grateful especially like when it comes to manifesting stuff and stuff like that you have to keep a positive attitude and be grateful for what the universe has already given you so i definitely see where you're coming from and that could lead to our our first point like we need to be grateful for what we have like Mm -hmm. for what we've already been given like i feel like it's just human nature to be always thinking, like, I want more. I want more. Like, what if I don't make it there? What if I don't succeed? What if what I'm doing right now isn't going to work out? But it's just like, yo, be thankful for, like, right now. Like, I'm thankful to be sitting here, to be having a podcast. Like, not about, oh, is this podcast going to blow up? Like, I'm just grateful to have a podcast, you know? Yeah, and no me. But I feel like a lot of people are, they get... It's very easy to get complacent with what you have, especially when you're around a lot of other people that have the same things, especially as college students. It's just easy to get complacent and be so ungrateful and go down the rabbit hole of everything in my life sucks. And I mean, look at a group of kids that goes to school in Beverly Hills right now. They're probably ungrateful saying how much they hate their lives and the things going on in their lives but if you go down the street it's kids going through completely different things in Compton that have to worry about their safety rather than the stuff that kids in Beverly Hills are like worrying about and I think that people just get so complacent because they don't go outside of their comfort zone and they don't meet people who don't share the same values as them and don't have the same privileges values like like expanding your values expanding like your horizon like i feel like that's why like maybe they've never seen that side of their environment a lot of them haven't and so it's like how are they how can they be grateful when they ain't seen like what they don't have you know yeah and a lot of people never will in their lives and that's mm-hmm. crazy i think a lot of people like i don't want to say like you're more grateful the the more you lack but like I think people mm-hmm. who definitely don't come from having everything handed to them are just grateful because, you know, they understand what it takes to actually get that. Like, I think that's a fact. Like, I don't disagree with that at all. I think kids that come up with money 
and have everything handed to them, they have a problem with work ethic because they're not grateful for anything. Facts. And facts, work ethic is so like, big, mm-hmm. especially when it comes. I mean, you see it in performance period with academics at first. That's where it starts, but they don't feel the need to perform well in academics. They have everything they want. They're not going to get punished if they don't do well. Most of them, so or it's they're like, just doing it because someone else is making them do it. Mm-hmm. But I and feel like some of them have-, have complete freedom. And they still don't want to do anything. Like, you have enough money to do whatever you want in the world. But I think it doesn't matter where, how much money you have or the things that you have. It's so easy to be ungrateful. I think it's harder to show gratitude and be grateful for your position. But people that are in tougher circumstances are able to do it. So it's crazy to me that people that have, like, what other people would to consi- consider to be dream circumstances, they still can't express gratitude. Interesting. Facts. I think that it comes from within. Like how I was saying that I'm trying to shift like my gratitude towards like my spirituality now. I feel like it just goes far beyond the materials. Like, yeah, I'm grateful for all the stuff that I have and like the things that I can afford. But at the end of the day, like the attachment, like I don't have an attachment to that. Like I got to have an attachment to like my spirit and like be grateful for like the growth and like You know, I'm grateful to see, like, not that I can have all this stuff, but, like, that I'm doing it myself. Like, I'm providing, I'm buying that stuff for myself. Like, I'm going out and I'm doing this stuff myself for myself. And, like, for that, I feel like that's gratitude. Like, everybody expresses it in a different way. And for themselves, too. Like, you got to show gratitude to yourself, too, and not just everything else. Yeah. I was reading something about how gratitude and ego can easily get mixed up when you're showing gratitude to yourself. And that's why it's important to show gratitude to stuff that comes from your soul rather than like just showing gratitude and saying like, oh, I'm so good at this. I'm so good at that. It's like showing gratitude for, like you said, I think growth is a really big one. Yeah. Being able to look back on situations. We said this before, but being able to look back on situations where you thought you would never make it out of that situation and it was so hard and looking back on it with gratitude, knowing that you may be going through something now, but at that time, like that was the hardest thing you've been through and you got through it. So you can keep going. Facts. And I think that's going to teach you like them hard times are going to really teach you how to show gratitude like because it's like when you feel like you at rock bottom you don't got nothing else it's like what who what do I got like what can I be happy about right now and it's like you got to do that all the time though not just when you down bad yeah I'm an (laughs) expert at this because I've been at rock bottom like so many times (laughs) I feel like I've been at rock bottom like 265 days out of the last year (laughs) Just completely hit rock bottom every single day. And I still can find something to be grateful for. Like, even when I'm completely zero dollars in my bank account, no food in the fridge, just living Uh -uh. the brokest lifestyle or like my car got towed five times this week. I still can find like at least one thing to be grateful for. And I'm really down bad. One thing I do, I don't know if this is healthy, but I'll just, well, I guess that's kind of one of my points like looking at people there's always someone in a worse situation than you like (laughs) one time I had the one of the worst days of my life just completely hit rock bottom for like the hundredth time but 
I went home and I watched a documentary on like the 2011 tsunami in Japan and people were talking about how like they lost their full families that day and it was so depressing but I was like I guess what I'm going through isn't that bad you know (laughs) just gave me a little perspective even though it was like so bad to me before I watched that I was like having a mental breakdown after Mm. I watched that I was like that just gives you perspective like you could really lose everything in a second from earth I just had a light bulb, but like, I remember one time I was going through some, like, I was just going through it. And I was talking to my godfather and he was like, the reason like, this is so hard is because you've never experienced this before. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? But then after that, I was like, now, every time I'm in a situation where I'm like going through it, it's just like, I'm just learning, like, I got to just trust the process and be grateful that I get to experience this. Like, cause it's just shaping me into who I ha- to, into who I am. Like I was telling my friend, even um, last week, I think like the pain is just like what defines us. Like mm-hmm. everybody experienced different pain in their life. Like we all have different sources of, and it's going to be a lot of sources, but it's like at the same time, though, it's just, that is just what's making you, you mm-hmm. like those different experiences, the different trauma we all have, like that just shapes our character. Yeah. And we gotta be grateful for that. Like, I don't want to be like you. We're different. We're experiencing different things and that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, in this book I'm reading, it talks a lot about suffering by Thich Nhat Hanh, the Buddha, the heart of the Buddha's teachings. But it talks a lot about suffering. And one thing that I remember that he said was, you have to see your suffering and what causes your suffering and you have to touch it. And he also says that facts, like happiness isn't guaranteed. The only thing that's guaranteed is suffering. If, facts. if you meet anyone in the world, everyone has gone through pain. And most people have the perspective that what they're going through is the worst thing in the world. At least at one point mm-hmm. in their life, they have the perspective like no one else in the world can be experiencing mm-hmm. how bad like my life has been. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important in those times when you're really suffering, like you said, just just to have perspective and to go into your suffering, knowing that you're learning a lesson, knowing that you're going to get out of it. And if you could practice all the things to be mindful and show gratitude yeah. and maintain yourself at your lowest point, rock bottom, then you know, like, when you're up, you're going to be great and flourishing. Facts. I think, like, while you were talking, I was, like, trying to think of, like, my life, like, how I'd be showing gratitude. But honestly, I don't think I really, like, started doing that until, like, uh, my junior, senior year of high school. Like, I don't really think I knew, like, how that makes sense to show it like especially to my parents expressing emotions yeah expressing my emotions but also just to my parents like I was always really really bad at telling them like I appreciate y'all like thank you like just that I don't know why you know but then my senior year of high school I went on this little like religious retreat it was very very eye-opening but one of the little things we got to do was they like get letters from they have all like past people who have gone through the program write you letters who know you and they ask your family to ask family members and then they like give you this big old envelope full of them and like 
I just remember reading every letter and people were just like, I remember when you did this for me and thank you for doing this for me and I'll never forget this. And I just remember feeling like, dang, like I never would have known I impacted somebody's life like that. But like every single day we are impacting somebody's life and like we got to be careful and we got to like that. I feel like that is the most gratitude I can show someone is like just being there, like being a positive force in their life Mm -hmm. because they're not going to forget that. Like they're forever going to be grateful. Like Mm -hmm. something through love is gratitude. I think definitely. But it's so important to, that's why it's so important to express gratitude though. Cause like you were saying, like if you never went on this religious trip and didn't get those letters, you would have never known. And I feel like I've had so many moments with like friends and family where it takes me so long to express gratitude for something that they did for me. But in that moment, you'll just see like their face light up. Like they never knew that like you even felt that way that they did something for you or they never knew that they impacted you. And it's like, it could be something that meant so much to you and you just never said anything. And it's like, it's so important to just be impeccable with your words and express gratitude because you really never know when like people are going to pass. And I've had people pass that I didn't get to express gratitude to. So it's really important. My main... Like, I forgot while I was talking, but the main reason I gave that little story was because it was after that trip when I started expressing gratitude. Like, when I, I will, I have no problem now telling people, like, I appreciate you, like, thank you, because I know how much that, like, made me feel. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like when you don't be getting that thank you or, like, that appreciation, you don't give it either, yeah. you know? But, and I feel like people that are constantly giving, they, like, always come to a point where they feel like people just don't care and people like aren't grateful for them. So you could be that one person that was grateful for something Mm -hmm. that they did and it makes them keep giving. Cause like, let them know, like let your people know, like, because like you said, they could, they could be gone at any instant. And Mm -hmm. also just, they, you, they deserve to hear it. Like they do. You want them to feel good. Facts. If it's love, you want them to feel that too. And I yeah. think that goes for everyone, though. Everybody need to practice that with everybody, with strangers. Like, yeah, we we don't know anybody, and we don't know what they're going through. But that's why we got to show love. Like, Just practicing gratitude for the smallest things. Like, yeah. if someone opens the door for you, say thank you. Mm-hmm. Like. I feel like just small things like that build your subconscious mind to be more grateful in general. True. If you're not grateful when it comes to little things and just basic human interactions with people you've never met, are you really grateful for the other things? Like, you really have to build your subconscious mind to be grateful in the first place. Yo, that's crazy you said that. Because last (laughs) night, I was like, I was like talking about music. And I was like trying to explain how, like that really influences our subconscious. But like yes. we and movies, but we got to like train. Like the little things we do is training our subconscious, and the bigger things we put our main focus on, I think, is training our conscious and like our our being that we're always in. But the subconscious is a lot and very important. And if, like you said, we can train that to be more grateful, just with the little things and like being more mindful of things like yeah the gratitude will come naturally well i think the subconscious takes in a lot of things that we passively um we passively like take in while we're just going about our day like i think music and movies and 
random things that we see throughout the day, random stimulus, like it goes into our subconscious more than we think. Yeah. And the music especially is, social media. Yeah, social media for sure. But music is a huge one for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in my terrorizer days in my freshman year, <laughs> all my most listened to thing was like Sada Baby. Like that's how you know I was just like I was in a dark place. Terror face is hilarious. That's what it was. Like, how was my I listening to Sada Baby so much? That's scary. And I really like That's scary, I'm, man. I'm I cannot listen to certain music now. Like, I have Me to listen either. to like spiritual, like R and B throwback stuff. Like, I cannot listen to certain stuff that isn't stimulating my mind or is Facts. promoting violence, especially with all these people dying. Like, I don't want to listen to that. I, I'm basically like saying I want you to die if I listen to that. Like, thank you. That's what I was trying to explain last night in the conversation. Like, even if it's like you heard the song a million times, you're not even listening to it. It's just <clears throat> playing in the background. Like, your mind is still picking up on that nonsense all day like let's say you listen to young boy all day long yo like your spirit is jacked by the end of the day because that's just yelling like what is he talking about like what value are these people talking about and why are you like you're singing and repeating lyrics about killing people like like let's be let's be real here like you are mm-mm. and i get that you know some people feel that but it's like yo well no. a lot of us don't right that's- so go ahead and listen to some Adele. <laughs> <laughs> some of you guys need to listen to Adele. Y'all over Balance. here listening to some crazy stuff. And y'all went to high school with me and Journey. Like, come on. Come on. And I just feel like that just, it translates in our lives. Like It does. You can see how it. you act. Your mood is everything with music. Like, your mood. Everything. Everything. Yeah, and like the stuff that we're watching too, TikTok, like just the little things, like even just the little things, like scrolling through stuff. Like, what are you scrolling through? Like, I remember I was telling my mom because she'd be on Instagram a whole lot these days, and I, Mm -hmm. but like a lot of the stuff she'd be seeing is that celebrity nonsense, and it's like, yo, like all these apps are an algorithm you can train like the app to see what you want to see my whole explore page is just like i'm tired angel about numbers. i'm not training my stuff like i just had to i don't want to see no trash i had though. to delete it like when i i've only been off instagram for two days but when i tell you these have been the most productive two days of my life i have so much free time like without scrolling mm-hmm. and stuff and it makes me not want to get on other socials now that's how i am so Y'all wonder why I don't got no Twitter or TikTok or none because my junior year of high school, I went on this social media cleanse for like three months and I didn't have nothing. And when I got back on, I was just like, I can't scroll anymore. Like, I can't, I just can't scroll. Like TikTok, I can't do it because I just get tired of scrolling. Instagram, I don't even scroll. I just tap on a story, log out. Yeah. But anyway, back to the topic. Oh, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but I'm, I'm, I'm cool with just be grateful that you're not on social media. Y'all need to, I think social media cleanses need to be normalized. Like people need to, people need to get off that every once in a while more often. It's a reality check. It is. Because what are you doing without it? In real life, like just take a look at your phone. How long are you on all these social media platforms? And then what you wonder every day. Looking at the same stuff. Wonder every day why you're not at where you want to be in life. Those are six hours of every single day 
that you could be using to put towards something to actually be who you want to be. Man, to get where you, that is like huge that I've like clicked in my mind this year. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's my biggest takeaway. Every single thing, like every single minute I could be doing a little something to get to where I want to be. I'm not going to waste time no more. Like my schedule may be hectic. I may be busy all the time, but like it's productive. It's taking, yeah. And it's just taking those moments. (laughs) It's like little things that we have to do now just because we have to do them. Like, having a job that has nothing to do with like what we're actually getting into but just having a job and going to our classes and stuff but those moments that we have to actually have alone time instead of going on your phone if you're actually like doing something to work towards your goals and you're actively like every day imagining yourself as a version of yourself with the job you want doing the things that you want to do like you can be that version of yourself and do all the things that that person would do right now on your budget. And I had to like, that had to click in my mind. Like I would always like feel like I had to wait to do things to take care of myself. But when I imagine like the person I want to be, I want to be like meditating every day or like going to the beach, Mm. going on hikes, being active. But I always envision that version of myself as me with money, but it's like, I could do those things now. Like, I feel like I have to have money to take care of myself, but there's a way to do everything on a budget. I think that's such a like misconstrued thing. Like, uh, that's I did this that poll on my Instagram yesterday. I don't know about how like does do you think money buys happiness? And like the the poll, it was like seventy seventy five percent yes. And I was like, only twenty five percent of y'all say no. Like that's crazy when you really think about it. And it's like y'all. Y'all got to give gratitude to the right now. Like, Mm -hmm. what is money really going to bring you? Like, clothes? Like, materials? A bigger house. Material happiness? A nice car to sit in. External happiness is not internal happiness. How are you going to be grateful for what is to come if you're not grateful for right now? Like, how are you going to be happy in your dream life if you can't even accept the now? Like... We got to show gratitude for the right now. That's we, all we have. We have to, exactly. We have to accept our situation right now in order for us to get anywhere. Like if we're constantly dwelling in what's to come, like you ain't going to put the work in right now to get there. If you're dwelling on where you were and how did you end up here, how are you going to progress? And like, you're dwelling to get somewhere. You're kind of making that your whole life. Like once I reach this point, like once you reach that point, you're just going to be then lost. What? You're going to be lost because that's what you're working for your whole life, like to reach this amount of money or to have this job. And then when you get there, you're going to realize, like, what did you actually want as a person? Like, Man, you wanted a job, it. you wanted a car, you wanted a house. But you, once you have it, like, what you just do have you it. want to be? You just have it. So, like, what Who do you want? You? What do you want now? Like, like another material thing you can work towards, but it's going to be the same thing. Facts. Nothing facts you can't you can't chase the materials you gotta chase happiness no (laughs) enlightenment the spirit god like be grateful for god be grateful for be grateful for the now like that's what lauren hill said she said about success she was saying in her interview like she doesn't measure success based on awards or cars or material possessions is based on getting out of the matrix experience reading it getting enlightenment and experience like that's what she was saying that stuck with me like you could have a nice car and all the accolades and 
a nice house to go home to. But if you're just driving in your car from one place to another and never experiencing people or nature and just inside all day, like, what does that mean? That's not a life to live. I just feel like if it's perishable, you shouldn't be equating your happiness to that. Like, if you think, you know, I made it when I got this car or I'm going to be like in my prime time, my happiest point when I buy this car. But it's like, boy, you could crash that car when you drive it off the lot. And it means nothing. Like kill me because when you get on, like, just look down from an airplane when you're landing in a city and look at all the cars. They all look like toy cars. That's really what it is. It's really toy cars. Like y'all working your whole life. If you get on an airplane, it literally looks like a little baby Chevy that you could get from the store. Facts. Like, I just, when you put it into perspective of how small we are, Facts. it really seems so dumb. Like, we're You really start to be more grateful when you materials. realize you're this in the universe. Like, we are so tiny. Our lives, like, they matter, of course. Our lives matter, but they don't. And then, <laughs> lives matter. No, period. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that part. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like... What what are you equating your happiness to? Because that's what you got to be grateful for. And it can't be materials because they could be gone instantly. And when you die, they, they, they stay here. I think that's a very, very Americanized thing, though. Like when you go to Europe, a lot of European countries, they love to travel. Like that's their thing. True. That's like that's the equivalent of getting a nice car in the U.S. for them, like traveling going enriching themselves in different cultures they don't wear a bunch of materialistic things we they barely the wear makeup but us like we're not we're, we're the hub of capitalism yeah and like we, we are trying to think the american America, dream yeah is it a, doesn't yeah. exist the yeah. american dream is racist the George american, bush hates black people <laughs> the american dream is working a nine to five and being able to pay bills. That's an American dream. The American dream that reminds me of my dad. is literally... Because he always says that. The American doing? dream is literally just... Uh, I think it's an idea made for us to socialize us into thinking, like, if we just keep working in that five, we'll be fine. And then everyone has these regular jobs. But in reality, the people that own these companies don't work. They have assets. They sit and let their money grow mm-hmm. and go... Yeah, but it, I don't know, like, I feel like people be chasing after the lifestyles that they see, like, like the rapper lifestyle, the billionaire lifestyle, the, the richest people in the world lifestyle, but what are they really grateful for? How do what they, really, they really feel? Yeah, how how are they really, like, what is their spirit talking about? Like, if we were to have an intellectual conversation with them, could they hang? Is their spirit intact? Are they really happy? Because I feel like they're searching for a lot of things too. Like going out with all these different women, partying every single night when they're 38 years old, still rapping about misogyny. Like, are you really happy? You're still trying to play women at 38 and you have 12 kids? Okay, future. If you're still (laughs) trying to be caught up in the old life, in your young life when you at an older age it's like man like you're not happy i don't want to be like that so that's why it's kind of like when i can't look at like there's a couple people that do inspire me but 
I don't look at their accomplishments and like want to accomplish everything that they've done or want to live their exact lifestyle. Like I really feel like I have to make a lifestyle for myself because we all have our own individual needs and wants and things that make us happy. And it's more about like working on ourselves to make ourselves happy. So why would you try to follow someone else's blueprint? That's not going to make you happy. Even if they appear happy, you don't even know if they're happy. And I think that's a big misconception. I think like one big artist needs to come out and be like, yeah, life actually sucks. And all these people actually hate themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, someone needs to, someone needs to let people know, like someone it's not real. all glitz and glamour. Like, cause it's not it's ugly. People are shysty. People are shady. Like even the richest people are getting stabbed terribly in their back. Like we all know that, but it's like. They cover it so well. And social yeah. media is not helping at all. So I feel like, you know. Well, that model. She deleted damn, it shortly yeah. after. But the stuff she was saying. What's her name? Anak. Anak. She was saying how, like, she when she first got into the modeling industry, she had blown up on Instagram. And they had told her, like, you appear rich. So you have to keep up your appearance. Like, they already think and you're she rich. Was so broke. act rich. And she was saying she, she was so going broke. in debt for years. Broke. Living in New York, barely making it, like having to pay um, with loans to go out on these trips to model. And people, everyone thought she was rich and she was living the life. Girls were probably looking up to her, trying to be like her. And that's why you can't take this stuff serious. Like you cannot take all this stuff serious. At the end of the day, everything is a business. The music industry is a business. And a lot of people in the music industry feed off the fact that these young artists, especially black artists, have a love for music and will do anything to put their music out there and to be a star. That's of course like another factor, but we do not know the reality of it. And there's bigger players in all of these industries. And I'm sorry, but like, if you don't come from generational wealth, real generational wealth, you'll never be that big player like that. Mm. Never. I think you can start it, but yeah. You can start it, but you're not going to touch like someone whose family has been, owning the oil mines for years and years and years you'll be the first person it's not going to touch that though like it's already too far gone they have their hands and so like all over the world money all over the world it's just a different level we can't even fathom like generational work like that shoot i can because it's gonna be my reality period (laughs) i'm gonna have that for my family but anyway i was gonna say like i think a huge thing with gratitude is like you just you're not going to have it if you just don't accept. Like, I think when I first started started getting into my spirituality, that was my biggest, um, like, I don't know, light bulb, enlightenment point. Like, I was like, man, like, acceptance of everything, like, of yourself, of your family situation, of your school situation, of your life situation, like, every aspect of your life, you just got to accept it. And others. Mm -hmm. You really got to accept others. Like, we can be bitter towards other people if we if they don't fit our mold of what we think a good person is. But we just got to be like, you know what? I'm grateful to have experienced that because not everything's going to be good. Like, we got to have the bad. The bad, got, the bad has to balance the good in life. And we just, I just feel like we really got to be thankful for everything. Like, it's just making us who we are. Like, it's just life. Like, not life is not going to be pretty. Not, life's not going to be great. So mm-hmm. just like shoot be thankful you alive like be thankful that you at the bare minimum we're breathing at the bare minimum like literally you if you have your senses 
<laughs> be grateful for that. Like you could see, you could hear, you could smell. Those are cool things to have at the bare minimum. Like even if you don't got hey, your phone a place to on? sleep tonight, you can smell. For real. And that's why it's just so important, I think, to show it to people. Like, yeah. Like they could be having the worst day, the worst depressive state of their life, but like you tell them thank you. Even thank you for just being here. Thank you for mm. being alive. Like that may be corny, but oh, that, that goes a long way for people. This show that I was watching and it was like the last episode. She was like dying of cancer and she was like, Thank you for being you. And I was crying. That's so the best hard. compliment you like, can give someone, I think, because that's acceptance. Like acceptance. people don't feel accepted a lot of the time and Therefore, they don't accept themselves. They're always yeah. trying to be something else. So it's like, if you just tell that person, like, thank you for just being like your individual self, like that goes a long way because that's all we were put on this earth to be mm-hmm. is us. And like, that's why it's so important to accept yourself because like you said, it goes straight into gratitude, but accepting yourself allows you to actually be yourself in front of people how like if someone tells you that exact compliment like thank you for being you it doesn't mean anything if you were pretending to be someone else that entire time like if you could really be yourself and someone gives you that compliment yeah it hits deep but a lot of people can't do that and i think it just comes with like you're saying like a lot of people are ashamed of different parts of their lives but i think it's because a lot of us want to fit into this narrative especially black people like fitting into the narrative at a PWI of Mm. being black and whatever that means at whatever moment in life it is. Like I'm talking about college. Like there's a certain like stereotype of what blackness is and how to express blackness. And a lot of people that is, I mean, in my experience in college, I feel like a lot of people that came to UCLA weren't necessarily of African-American heritage but what's popular right now, African-American heritage and like rap music and all that. And I think a lot of people try to fit into this narrative of coming from the hood and like all of that. And a lot of people couldn't maintain that because it wasn't them. Like they weren't even African-American. Like they might be like of African descent or came from money. And like people are just trying to fit into this idea of blackness because like everyone's just trying to fit in. But at the end of the day, those people couldn't maintain that because people can see through that. It's transparent. It will come out eventually. You can't maintain an identity that isn't you. And those people weren't able to get actually accepted by anybody because they were pretending to be someone else for so long. But I think that that's a struggle at any point. Like I said, like in different places in society, they always try to fit black people into one category. If you're in work, you have to be the professional black person or you're here, you have to be this. So... I think it's going to be a constant battle, but that's why you just have to be yourself. Interesting. I haven't, <clears throat> I haven't heard that perspective before, honestly, but that's interesting. And I see where you're coming from. And I think, yeah, like going to a private high school, I feel that like the black kids there though, weren't trying to be black. They're trying to be white. It's different. Like U of A is completely different. Yeah. Like you see how they act. Like they're trying. But then to when be I got white. to college, it was like it was different. But also at the same time, it's like they trying to be like the white kids, but the white kids see them as black. Mm-hmm. Just like you're saying, they see them as the stereotype, but they don't even see themselves as that. I will say, I think this theory only applies when it's like 
a majority white space because you have yeah. that like telescope on you everyone's watching you so it's like what are you going to be you have to fit in with the black people but then white people are viewing you a certain way so i think it causes like it's interesting that oneness where everyone wants to be the same because you want to fit into the group like with the black people so bad everybody's just trying to be someone they not <laughs> nah sometimes i really be like going outside and i can tell when someone's not being themselves like it's obvious. and it's so like hard for me to be out in la now because it's everywhere but it's i'm just everywhere. like everyone's like, like i pretending. will go out and be like everyone in this room is pretending yeah but it's so hilarious to watch because they so just haven't reached transparent. that they haven't reached that like point of self-awareness like people really lack that it, and it's so funny because you can see exactly what they're trying to give and this is the funniest when they're trying to like pretend and be something but it's not even giving that it's like giving annoying or something like and you're trying to be cool sexy and shy like i feel like i've always kind of had a hyper sense of self-awareness but some people really need to start training themselves to look on the outside in because like like you said when people be pretending and to me it's just like how do you even think this is working right now literally like like do you really think these people believe in you right like now for and one even if they are believing you if even if they are, it's going to come out that you pretend. So why even do that? Like, Sometimes I'll be looking around like, are y'all really believing this? And they really do be believing it. And I'm like, I like, just can't, everything man. Is, everything. It's hard to see the real. It's hard to, to find the real. But if you the real, you're going to track the real. Period. I've like, I was just, I had a moment of gratitude today where I was driving here. And I was just like, I'm so grateful for like the friends that I have in my life. Because all the friends that I have at this point in my life are so real, like real women, just like real. so themselves, like a hundred percent authentic. And I, how many friends yeah, do yeah, I have? Yeah. <laughs> I got about five friends, <laughs> five friends. And that's me being on oh, my five different personalities. No, <laughs> no, I only got five <laughs> friends, but it's like, when I look at those people, those are really amazing people that I know, like, I yeah. will be friends with for the rest of my life because they're so like unique, so one hundred percent real from a young age. Yeah, you know, like I, I be thinking that too. Like I'm really grateful for my friends because I can say like we all do know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we may be going through like a weird time in our life right now. It's just that age, I think, but we all really do have a strong sense of self, and like to have that at a young age is like really powerful because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't find that so way later or they find it and they lose it but if you're comfortable in yourself and you accept yourself like yeah that that's gonna carry forever you can move through any any valley in your life if you get comfortable with yourself because you know you're gonna get out yep and one thing i noticed about my friends is they all either are ghosts completely ghosts on social media or have been ghosts like for a long period of time and it's just, I feel like that's one thing that just, it shouldn't be this way, but it proves to me like you're a real person. Like you don't need none of that. You could be yourself without it. I think once you tap into like self, I just heard something. I think once you tap into self, like you just made me lose my train of thought, brother. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't have no idea what I was about to say. Oh, yeah, I do. Once you tap, 
<laughs> once you tap into yourself, into self, then I feel like you start realizing like all that stuff don't matter. Like you Facts. can go without social media. Facts. You can go without period. You can go without little things that drive your everyday life. Like, I don't know, you know, just, yeah, mainly social media though. Like once you, once you find that, once you reach that point, I feel like, or tap into your spirituality on a personal level, like you start to see that stuff is just dumb. And like all the stuff that you wish that you could have had or all the stuff you used to idolize after, like it's all just fake. It's all dumb. And it's like, at it's the end of the day, real. if you're not making money off of social media, what are you actually doing on there? Like, I mean, I still think it can be fun. Yeah, but inspiration. That's the only thing no. I I see it as like, like creativity. People kind of express, but at the same time, I don't follow no nonsense. I don't I just, see like I don't think that that helps with creativity. Like for me, when I'm off of social media, I'm talking about fashion though. That's when I make like the best art. I feel like because I'll actually be locked in. I'll have more ideas flowing too. Like I don't know. I feel way more creative creative when I'm not on social media. Fashion, I think so, but also fashion is tricky because, like, you'll get inspired and you'll see stuff, but I think seeing so many things can kind of, like, make you want to copy someone's design. I think, like, some of the best designers say that they literally don't look at nothing. Like, they're just mm-hmm. making stuff up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, like, a double-edged sword for yeah. sure. I was about to say, it goes both ways for real. But I think, like, social media don't phase me no more because... I don't really got it. I just have Instagram and Snapchat. I don't use for real. Just one person I text on there. But yeah, like I don't, I truly feel like it's TikTok. I'm going to always go back to this app. Like I don't have it. I don't know why I don't like it or I've never been able to like it. But I feel like that is just really misconstruing minds in this society right now. You sound like an old head. Yeah, I know. I'm a, yeah. I'm an old head when it comes to that app because it's like the youngest of youngest are on it already. Can see we was anything. young, young on Snapchat though. And Snapchat, yeah, but people weren't producing like stupid content for Snapchat back then. People weren't like people weren't taking it so serious. TikTok is like serious. I feel like and like people's careers are on that app. Like TikTok, I will say is very unfiltered for taking over the world children like if you don't have parent lock on that and you got a young kid scrolling through tiktok they can be seeing anything on that for you page like i don't need i don't need to be seeing that crap but before we close out this we keep going on topic today (laughs) talking about fashion creativity like what i'm grateful grateful for it we're grateful for everything that's why we were talking about a lot of different topics we're grateful for freedom of expression facts but I just want to know what's your like main go-to strategy to express gratitude, like what you do. I think my main mine's journaling for sure. Well, it depends for as far as expressing. I think for expressing gratitude to people that I feel that I'm not able to express it to, either because like we have a tough time communicating with each other or they passed away. I definitely use my journal. I like to write letters to people that like. I never send, but just express my gratitude and stuff like that in the letters. And then you gotta send them if it's just gratitude. Well, how am I gonna send a letter to someone that died? 
I thought she meant living. Well, some living too, but they don't deserve it. Um, <clears throat> anyways. We just went on this whole rant. Like, you can't say that. <laughs> you contradicting yourself to the people. <laughs> you know what he means. Okay. <laughs> the other way I like to express gratitude is just like praying, kind Fine. of. Praying or Facts. meditating. Oh, that was one of my Putting points. it into like prayer and meditation. I feel yeah. like I'm just sending it up into the world. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just goes somewhere. It do. And like, I know that. That's what I'm saying. It's getting sent somewhere. That's what I'm saying. How I said music influence our minds. Our words influence the universe. Like. Our words. Our musical words. Musical words definitely influence people. Yes. Put up kicks. Everything we say, what we tell people is manifesting in their minds subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So if we can express gratitude just out loud to the world, to the to you, to the person right next to me, like that's going to stay in their mind forever. And it's going to be out there forever. And what goes out comes back. If you put in out gratitude to the world, it's going to come back to you mm-hmm. in a beautiful way. One thing I noticed is like the saying thank you thing. If I say thank you for someone opening the door, everyone like is going to say thank you after me. And you could tell like maybe Facts. they weren't going to say it before, but once you say it, they Facts. say it because they feel like they have to. That's but so it's small things like that. Like you could be trendsetter like me crickets so yeah facts i think mine is definitely journaling and yeah meditation and prayer like mm-hmm. i give my greatest gratitude to god because who am i without god so i'm constantly thanking god because i gotta thank the person who's who's doing this for me who's waking me up who's putting this opportunity in my life and if i can continue to be grateful for the higher power that you know, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that's going to reward me at the end of the day because that's a higher power that I don't know yet. That that ain't me, you know? But it is. But, but it, it is. is. But it is. We but are, it is. We are God. But, but we isn't. are God. But we are of God. Ooh. All right, guys. <laughs> so anyway. I'm alrighty then. But I'm yeah, just kidding. We're point. in a silly, goofy mood today. But um, yeah, we're about to go on a little... Weekend trip with the gals. We're about to go to Vegas. But what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. (laughs) But um, anyways, we just want everyone to go into this new year expressing gratitude for this last year. Even if it was hard, like I said, rock bottom all the time this year. But I'm still grateful for everything it showed me and where I am now as opposed to where I was at the start of last year or the the start of this year. So (laughs) six months ago. For me. Oh, yeah, that as well. But yeah, so just be grateful for your growth. Be grateful if you're visiting your family. And you can use some of these methods that we said to express more gratitude in your everyday life. Yes. Stay tuned for our lovely end of the year episodes. I'm really excited for the next things we have coming and reflection we're going to be tapping into. So deep reflection. Deep, deep. So don't forget to like comment subscribe you know the drill follow our social medias and send requests for what y'all want to hear period bye thank you thank you